OTBGAA. Hurling games, all we can do is do our absolute best, and but we have to dust ourselves down and we have to go again. Just be the best that you can be after that. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Gaelic football on off the ball with AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. I'm delighted to be joined by Kildare Under-20 Manager Brian Flanagan ahead of the Airgrid Under-20 All-Ireland Championship Final, which is taking place this Saturday. Airgrid, the state-owned company charged with delivering a cleaner energy future through the minute-by-minute management of Ireland's electricity grid, have been proud partners of the GA since 2015. Brian Flanagan, thanks for joining me. All-Ireland Final this Saturday, 1.30, Kildare versus Sligo. How are preparations going? Preparations are going very well, Ashling. Um, the lads are enjoying the week. Uh, there's a nice calm focus to them. Uh, I suppose the beauty of a championship that's week after week is that you just get into a routine and it doesn't matter what the next game is, you just prepare in the normal way. So you recover from the previous effort. That takes a couple of days. You don't do a huge amount on the pitch and you very much just get focused on the next game and, and that's the way this week has gone for us. And there must be a lot of excitement there too. There is, yeah. Like obviously, you don't want to dampen that down too much, but at the same time, um, there is genuinely a calm focus from these lads. Uh, they're that type of a group, you know. Even though it's under twenty, there's, I would see them as quite a mature bunch, um, quite an ambitious bunch, and they're no different to Sligo. I think we're exactly where we plan to be. You know, this isn't uh, necessarily a shock or a surprise to the system. Um, you look at Sligo and the way they've obviously backed up their kind of title. They've had good success with the Summerhill. Schools team making the Hogan Cup final when a minor a couple of years ago. So this is another layer to their success and another step along the road and no different for Kildare. So um, no, very much enjoying the week. And you had a pretty dramatic semi-final to a very strong down team. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, it's a game that probably could have went either way. Uh, didn't, you know, you never plan to give a one three to no score lead to any opposition, but that's the way it panned out. Um, I wasn't necessarily that worried on the sideline because I felt we were playing quite well, just not converting our chances. And down on the other hand, we're ruthlessly efficient in that first half, scored their 1-4 from, I think, seven shots, uh, whereas we had 14 shots, but only got four points on the board. So it's just a matter of fixing that, um, staying nice and calm, getting the ball to the shooters and, and you know, just putting the thing over the bar. Very simple, uh, but going down the home stretch, you know, it's all even. And at that stage, it was more about guts and heart and character and, you know, who could hold their nerve. And we were, I suppose, we were lucky enough to be the team that did that. Yeah, one point win in the end. Um, and that point coming in at a time. And it was from a wing back, Jack McEvitt. So, yeah, unbelievable from him to be able to do that while it's in the melting pot, really. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I suppose it, it got that late into injury time that um I would have been nervous initially if we got the shot off too early, to be honest, because we went up, there was four minutes to be played. I think we took possession in around the three-minute mark. Um, so we had a minute to try and get a shot off. Um, But if you rush that, whether it went over, even if it did go over the bar, they still had an opportunity to come down and attack you at that stage. And we were very conscious of how dangerous down war of kickouts. Um, I think they scored 2-2 from kickouts the last in Throughout this championship, they've been very effective because I suppose Oren Murdoch at midfield is such a handful. They've very strong runners on the wing. And uh, 
you know, if you if you did get that shot off too early, then they had that opportunity. But by holding possession, holding it right to the very end, um, by the time Jack pulled the trigger, I think it was bang on the four-minute mark. So I kind of knew in the moment, I said, there's no way the rest playing beyond this. I think it's game up here and we've won. Yeah, I thought a lot of people were thinking it was probably going to go to the extra time. But yeah, Jack did so well to, to hold his nerve there. And I suppose, how, how important do you find for a county to build culture of success underage will have that knock-on effect then, like come senior level or even just all over the county in Kildare? Yeah, I, th- I think it develops our, a brilliant mindset. Um, You know, it dev- certainly develops a, a culture of winning that you would hope will filter into the senior team over the next couple of years. And these fellas... um are ambitious, you know, ambitious about what they can achieve and they've plenty of self-belief, but in a very humble kind of way. Um, they work very hard, they train very hard, they prepare very well. And I think, you know, we're not we're not beating too many teams by cricket scores or anything like that. We're having to grind out these results, such as obviously Dublin going to extra time, down a, a one-point game at the very end. Um, but there's great character in the group. There's great heart, there's great self-belief and that consistency now in success means that no matter what team these lads are on or, you know, every time, certainly when they come together as a Kildare team, whether it's schools level, um, underage and hopefully into senior, they, you know, they're ambitious about what they can achieve and they expect to win whatever they go into. So, no, I think that's definitely a positive for Kildare going forward. Yeah, and a lot of the time, it's not always the case that we see under 20 players making an impact immediately onto the to senior setup. I think nowadays, especially, it looks to take maybe a few years and sometimes some may never make that jump. Do you think it's important to, I suppose, keep them keep them playing and developing their skills now that they, they do make that jump at the right time? Yeah, absolutely. I think Kildare people need to be patient with this group over the next two or three years because, as you said, it is a huge step up to senior football. Um, I know under 20 is the last grade, but previously at under 21, you had that extra 12 months. And I think between 18 and 22, you're in that final step of physical development and everything else uh, in in most young men. And for them to go into senior intercounty, you know, it's it's more than just a step up in football in terms, it's a step up in physicality, it's a step up in the pace of the game, it's a longer game. Um, it really is it, it's not something that just, you know, very, very few lads now are going to be able to go straight from under 20 into senior, certainly the latter stages of senior championship next year. Um, so we need to be patient. They're a talented, a talented bunch, and I do expect plenty of them to be given the opportunity over the next few years. But it's up to them, them what they make of it, and uh, there's there's a lot to that, I think. So we just need to help them as much as we can, but be patient in Kildare. Yeah, Brian, you've been there as a player, so you know. Do you think that helps when you're speaking to the lads and you can offer your experience? Certainly, you do your best to try and help them along the way, Ashling, and guide them as best you can, um, advise them in whatever area you can. But uh, like I said, I would have no major concerns about these fellas that they want to keep this going, you know, that they want to bring what they've been doing at underage and schools level into the senior setup over the next few years. And um, yeah, the, the lads need, need help in so many different ways at this age, you know, around college, around career around um, you know the social aspect of things uh, and then their football on top of that obviously so if we can just keep these lads going in the direction that they're going be patient with them help them every step of the way um, I think they'll be a huge help and benefit to the Clare senior team over the next few years yeah that's a really good point like 
this age in particular, there's a lot going on for a young person um, in their life. And I'm sure as a, as a manager, that's something you really have to be aware of all the time. Yeah, it is, uh, particularly at this age. You know, um, it's a real, uh, it's at that point of your life where there's an awful lot happening, an awful lot changing. They're finishing out their leaving cert. They're trying to figure out with CAO forms, will I go to UCD, DCU, Minute? Um, they have a lot of things being offered to them. Um, there's the pressure, obviously, of sitting them exams. Uh, we've had quite a few lads sitting exams today and matches in the last couple of weeks. So there's a lot going on. And I think you just need to be quite... Uh, understanding of that, um, quite accepting of that with the under twenties, and uh, we just we try to be that and try to be, um, I suppose, a support for these fellas that they feel free and open to come and chat to us about anything that they want to chat to us about, and uh, we've definitely developed that kind of relationship with these boys over the last few years. That's good to hear. And overall, Brian, are you enjoying management? Of course, yeah. You know, there's so much goes into it and everything else, Ashing, and so much time given up that you'd have to enjoy it. And and I certainly do. You know, it's it's a challenge, a big challenge. And uh, but I, you know, any minute I put into these lads or Clare football, I, I never regret. You know what I mean? It's just something that you love. It's a passion that you have. It's an enthusiasm you have for football in Clare. And uh, when you have a group like this and a bunch like this, they give you so much back. It it makes it all worthwhile. Just looking back at the team, then. Uh, win a back-to-back Leinster title. That was probably a big one at the start of the year for you. I'm sure it was a, a bit of a target for you. And that hadn't been done in for a Kildare team at under 20 or under 21 grade since I think it was the 1960s. So that must have been massive for you as a group. Yeah, it, it was certainly something that we uh, spoke about early on in the year, if I'm being honest, um, because we thought we felt it was important to reference it. Now, we never, you know, it wasn't something that was spoken about in every session or every week or anything like that. But we did drop it in here and there just so they knew that there was there was something more here. Um, and we spoke about Kildare football being consistent and uh, that consistency of success, I felt, was going to be very important. Um, there was a new challenge, you know, we've probably 20, 22 new fellas on the squad this year. So they weren't necessarily a part of winning Leinster last year. So it was new for them, but for the fellas who were there and for the group overall, we felt going back to back would show that Kildare football didn't just have to be successful once every five years and then drift away. We could do it back to back. You know, we could be consistent. We could challenge at the top table year after year. And I would expect that to keep going over the next few years. How many of the panel, Brian, were on the All-Ireland uh, finalist team last year? I think we've six starters, actually. Uh, there's a couple of other lads, like we've injuries to Luke Killian. Um, he pulled his hamstring against Loud, so he'll be out. Uh, Dara Swords hasn't played a huge amount this year due to hamstring injuries. But yeah, I think it's six starters, six or seven starters at the most. And that's brilliant to have that, like, that experience at that level. That's obviously a major plus. Yeah, it definitely helps, I suppose, in terms of maybe that composure that I've spoken about this week, that I sense a real calmness about the lads. They're looking forward to Saturday, but they're very much doing it and, and keeping their eye on the ball of what, what we're trying to achieve. And those lads are maybe looking back at last year. I'm sure there's hurt there from from losing the, the final to Tyrone. Yeah, there was hurt um, in the aftermath, in the hours and the days after that game last year, but... I think that certainly for the boys who were underage again, I got a sense that it turned very quickly to just a want and a desire to get back here and and put things right. And, you know, my two years was up last year and that was a big part of why I came back was I had a conversation with a couple of them. I was like, right, these lads really want to go one step further. And 
I wanted to go one step further. So we're back there now. We've given ourselves that opportunity to do it. But Sligo are a hell of a team. You just have to look at their track record. They've beaten Roscommon, Mayo, Galway and Kerry. That's that's a team that are in an All-Ireland final on merit. They have some fantastic young footballers. Uh, as good as I've seen in this under-20 championship. So it's a massive uh, challenge, but one that we're, we're relishing at the minute. Yeah, what can you expect from Sligo? There is quite a buzz around Sligo and Sligo football at the minute. There is, yeah. I think um, they have an awful lot going on, uh, an awful lot of positive things happening in Sligo between their senior team getting promoted from Division 4, um, you know, the Summerhill Schools team making the Hogan Cup final and and they've gone back-to-back with under-20 provincials on top of a minor success a couple of years ago. So that layering of success is very much in place in Sligo. So this isn't a surprise, you know, Sligo being in an All-Ireland final. This isn't... Uh, a flash in the pan by any means. There's obviously huge work has gone on at underage development squads and schools level to bring these fellas through. And, you know, I'm looking at footballers like, you know, Luke Marin, um, excellent footballer, uh, really, really top quality inside forward. Darrell Boyle, um, you know, Canis Mulligan, albeit, you know, he, he took the knock the last day. But certainly these are footballers that you'll be hearing a lot more of in a, in a senior jersey over the next couple of years. And what would it mean to you and to the group to be able to to go on and to win it? It mean a huge amount. You know, ultimately you're you're fulfilling that goal and that ambition that you set out at the start of the year, or probably to be honest, set out three years ago, Ashling to do. And um, yeah, it's, we're there now. We have the opportunity. I think it'd be great for the county. Um, I think it'd be great for this group but we have to put in one more massive performance probably our biggest performance of the year in order to get over the line so we're very much focused on doing that at the minute I'm sure there's going to be plenty of support then heading to Kingspan Breffney Park yeah there should be a cracking atmosphere I think it's it's quite a novel pair and when you've Claire and Sligo in an All-Ireland final and um, the weather looks good you know Breffney's a nice stadium everything else so I think there should be a really good atmosphere and just really looking forward to the day Brilliant, Brian. Well, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it and the best of luck at the weekend. No problem. Thanks, Ashley. Gaelic football on Off the Ball with AIB. Proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more.